Hey everybody, it's Grant. And I'm Eric, and you're listening to the Quacking Ducks Podcast, where each week we take turns picking a piece of media we like, making the other person experience it, and then we talk about it on this podcast. So Grant, did you go into the sphere? Just answer the question. I did. Isolated. Yeah, this is our first isolation episode. Yeah, because we yeah, took a break. And traps. yeah, I've been There's on isolation for I think a like a week longer than yeah. a lot of people. Yeah. So, but, but uh, yep. you know, there's stars all over this place, but we can't get out. Um, that's a quote from the thing that we're going to talk about. Um, yep. <laughs> so. Uh, a little bit of odd scheduling, but this week is something that I chose, uh, and it is the 1998 movie Sphere, uh, and it's based off of a 1987 book by Michael Crichton, um, and yeah, we watched it, and I yeah. have seen this like since 1998. I've I've watched it mm-hmm. for like my entire life since it's existed uh but you had not seen it correct i had not seen it right uh it is it is bizarrely the most 90s thing i think i've watched in a long time but not in the like you know not in the like you know commercial ad or, or like only 90s kids will remember blah, blah. Uh, but I think there's so it made me realize of like some things that appear uh, a number of times in the '90s where this feels like the movie. Uh, to give like kind of a thematic summary of it, it feels like it goes from like oh it's contact right now, oh now it's a Stephen King adaptation, oh now like. Oh, now it's Jurassic Park, which, I mean, that makes sense. It's a Michael Crichton adaptation. But, mm-hmm. like, it kind of does these weird, like, tone changes. That sure. Anytime that happened, though, it was just a, a pivot into a different, very 90s uh-huh. trend or theme. Sure. Uh, even stuff like, I, I, when I started it, like, I know you said Samuel L. Jackson was in it, but I, did, I just kind of chose yeah. to, like, not think about that. Yeah. It was interesting, because I was like, man... In the 90s, Samuel L. Jackson was, like, typecast as a nerd, which is just an interesting (laughs) thought. And it is kind of this weird thing of, like, huh. I I feel like there's a more interesting, like, think piece of just, like, when and why and how did that change from a holistic cultural level that I'm not qualified for. Or informed about, but it's it's a noticeable enough trend that I'm like, hey, when did Samuel Jackson go from being like a believable, realistic, normal guy nerd <laughs> to like action hero cliche? Like I right. I'm interested in that subject. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
So from that angle, this movie, I was like, yeah, it's it's it it go it goes up and down. I I like the concept piece of it. And then I think it, the part that feels like a Stephen King adaptation is when there's like nine different concepts happening at the same time by the end of it. Mm-hmm. The um, so to summarize, give a little plot or like opening scene plot summary. Sure. The idea is uh, one of the characters wrote a report ages ago about like, if we ever found out about like a crash UFO or a UFO visit, like this is what you should do. And these are the people you should call. And yeah. And that was ages ago. And we find out that, uh, the guy kind of like bullshitted his homework. Uh, Mm -hmm. but the government took it super seriously and is now calling those people and doing those protocols and stuff. Right. So he's a, he's a, uh, psychologist. Uh, and the team that he came up with for possible contact with uh, unknown life forms, like an alien, uh, was uh, that the team should have a psychologist, it should have a uh, a biologist, biologist, uh, a astrophysicist, um, and a mathematician. Right. Um, but even even when pushed on, like. Oh, why? Why that? Like, why that configuration? He's like, I don't know. It seemed like a good idea. Like, it. They they kind of are hanging a lampshade on the. Like, I don't think there's anything inherently unbelievable about that setup. Like, they could have done that completely straight, and I think I, I at least I would have bought into it. Of like, oh yeah, that makes sense. That sounds like a very serious government plan sure. that totally should sure. exist. Um, the thing that it felt like it was um almost preventatively hanging a lampshade on was like the Prometheus syndrome of like, Hey, we're going to get like the world's smartest. We're going to say we're getting the world's smartest people in their field. And then we're going to make that. We're probably going to make them do some really dumb or really immature decisions for the sake of drama and conflict and the, you know, Uh making a compelling story. Let's, make a reason for that <laughs> you know because right. prometheus it's it's very easy to say like hey these guys are supposed to be the top of their field and like they're bad at it and they're bad people like right. if you told me they were pirates i'd believe that more than they're scientists so i did really like that idea of right he's like oh i just picked people i knew <laughs> yeah right and it's like oh it's convenient <laughs> that they know each other and have some pre-existing he- history and like that's really good Drama for storytelling stuff, yeah yeah and uh, it justifies where it's like, hey, some of these people are like not good choices, and and if you're like, oh, the you know whoever devised this plan took it very seriously, and then some of the actions and the choices that those characters make later, you would be like, hey, how the fuck did so and so get approved for this mission? That seems right. like a bad idea, and. It's written into the story that, like, right. oh, yeah, we actually didn't take this that seriously. Right. Um, which I thought was... Uh, it's a cool narrative tool. It did make me think, like, okay, but is that the more interesting story? Like, would I be more... Would I find this story more compelling if they they really, like, both, like, from the author angle and, and then the, you know, the divisors of this plan in the world they're like they tried to play it super straight and did more like 
you know, pretended that this movie was The Martian instead of pretending this movie is a Michael Crichton story. Um, I wonder if that's like, oh, yeah, in that theoretical world where that version of the story kind of occurs, would I find that more interesting than openly acknowledging that these guys are brilliant fuck-ups from Jump, you know? It made me interested in that idea, I think. But I did think it was like, hey... You know, Michael Crichton isn't a biologist or astrophysicist or like, I don't know his background, but I know he can't be, you know, a mathematician who got his PhD at 18, like some of these characters. It's like, okay, how do we make sense of these characters are going to do some dumb shit at some point? Um, So I thought I thought it was clever and just made me interested of like. I think this is. I think that's a very strong, narratively sound starting point. But is it, is it the most interesting version of the story? And that I'm not sure about. Sure. Overall, what would you say? Your how? How would you like feel about this movie? Just like, like my rating. Um yeah. It goes from like. I was trying oh, to avoid is, that word because I know you don't right. like it. Yeah, but. not like a score. And it is yeah. and because of like the tonal changes, I think I think it executes on different ideas at a range of effectiveness. Sure. So like most of the movie I'm like, oh, this is actually pretty cool. I'm pretty interested in this. I yeah, you know, I was like, oh, maybe I'm not gonna have a lot to say about this because I think it's just a decent movie. It's not a great movie, but it's a fun movie. Uh and then it gets it kind of gets a little headier especially by the very end i was like sure oh this is way less interesting and there's clearly not enough time to interesting do these ideas justice so it kind of it's almost has uh like what we've described as like the firewatch experience of like a lot of it's good but the Mm. worst parts about it i found were at the end which means uh, I leave sure, the, sure. the 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 quote unquote theater with a sour taste in my mouth. So kind of thing. it's interesting that you bring up Firewatch. Uh, so okay, this movie uh, got like extraordinarily critically panned. Like mm-hmm. it, it has like a twelve percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, it, it, like it's it's widely not liked. Mm-hmm. I love this movie, and I. I have had like similar to to Firewatch. I've had this long relationship of thinking about this movie and coming back to it, and like mm-hmm. kind of evolving at least what I see in it each time. Um, I've always been intrigued by it in a way that I can't fully describe, but and like I, I am I am aware of its faults. I'm aware that it, you know, like there's some some pacing issues, certainly, like you said, like it kind of has to sum up a lot of stuff quickly near the end because mm-hmm. of the, you know, like and and, and rewatching it a bunch of times like it, it does it does hold. And I think that the idea that it ends on is really cool. It just doesn't have a whole lot of time for that idea to breathe, you know, mm-hmm. Um but I also just like a lot of the I like a lot of it because of, you know, of kind of what you're talking about, where it kind of does something similar to some other 90s thrillers, but in just like a slightly different way that mm-hmm. 
you know, th- that interests me. Um, I think that likely it got panned because by the time it, it came out in the late 90s, like, we had had Contact, we had had, you yeah. know, Jurassic Park, we had had yeah, lots of Stephen King movies. Yeah, it's a less good version of a few, of some very different like, movies, so it is right, cool we, to see them we'd even all had, together. We had even had, like, Event Horizon, which I think this is mm-hmm. close to. Um, so, like... Yeah, to, th- this felt like your, like... To, this, to Grant, felt like Dreamcatcher to Eric, and that's like, right. it's not great, right? but it's doing it, it, a lot of things that are the kinds of stories that you like. Right. And I definitely... It, 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 is, yeah. it is kind of, like, in hindsight, it's kind of shocking that Sam Neill isn't in this movie. <laughs> I feel like the only reason is because he did Event Horizon a year before. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, it is, it, it is very much like that. Uh, it is... Uh, uh, and, and it's kind of like, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I end up liking it a lot where I like, I like the kind of randomness of it, of, of people watching it with you. Cause it's like, Oh, there's Samuel Jackson out of the blue. And then, yeah. Oh, there's Queen Latifah out of the blue. Like, yeah. you know, like, like there's kind of fun stuff like that. Then it does make a couple of fun twists. I like that. Uh, full spoilers, by the way, it's 1998 film. Uh, but uh i like that you know it starts as oh, okay is this like a first contact aliens type of mm-hmm. deal wait aliens landed here way in the past wait it says fucking trash on, um, and like yeah. it's you know it's a it's okay so i don't, now it's so time I don't know what ha- what primed me for this before the trash can but i was like Oh, I wonder if it's actually time travel. Like, just somewhere the, the prior only, to... Th- sure. The only... And, uh, yeah. the, I think the hints that it would give out is, like, obviously it's a spaceship that has enough coral growth over it to, to make sure that it's, like, okay, it landed 300 years ago for sure. And then um, there is, like, the, the boots when they first walk in. There's, like... Uh, there's uh, Yeah, boot, boot I think friends. I was thinking it before then. I think it was more just, like, oh, you know sure, what would be sure. a fun twist? Yeah. Yeah. So... They get into time travel, but then, of course, they get to the sphere, and then all this other crazy right. like, and monster I think that shit happens. And even stuff. that works okay, but they're they start the the like fit, pick a lane kind of stuff early because they they start with the premise is this is a for a, alien first contact movie. Oh wait, no reveal is these aren't aliens; it's a time travel thing. Mm-hmm. And they even have a conversation along the lines of like, hey, your job was to deal with aliens. There's no aliens. Right. Get the fuck out of here. And right. it's like, oh, okay, cool. And then they're like, just kidding. The ball's an alien. And I'm so, like, okay, was that necessary? I, do, uh, I, I think it is cool. The reason I think it's cool. It, and I do think that it, it kind of, you know, it only comes together at the end. And I do think that it's so rushed at the end that it's hard to, mm-hmm. to fully nail it. And that's why they had you know, all the scenes of them in the decompression chamber, like, explicitly saying stuff because they ended up needing, like, mm-hmm. to explicitly say it instead of allowing you to, like, come to the realization, you know, in a longer period of time more organically. But what I like about the idea, because at the end of it, what it really is, and, and I'm curious if, if, if you read this uh, or mm-hmm. not on a, just a, fir- a first viewing, because, like, I feel like for me it took... A while, especially since I saw it when I was like a kid, I didn't quite fully get this. But mm-hmm. uh, you know, 
basically the idea is that they came down there looking for aliens, but it was a time travel ship, but an alien manifested because that's what they're looking for. And really, the whole thing is that this sphere, like, will manifest what you are thinking about. And so, likely, in in my chronology of how this events actually went through, uh, I would say, my my suspicion would be that out in space somewhere, future humans found this sphere, were like, mm-hmm. what is this thing? And then they started, you know, having their own nightmare things manifest or whatever. And then one of them manifested a wormhole to the past. And that happened. The, the, the sphere manifested that wormhole. They got sent back. Then mm-hmm. uh, our heroes, you know, find it. And they're expecting aliens, but they don't find aliens. But because they are expecting to find aliens, they manifest Jerry. Like Jerry or slash Harry, whatever. That consciousness isn't a separate alien being. That is the sphere manifesting something for them to interact with because that's what they they were expecting and that's what they were they were I, going to. And I, that, I, this is a read that I got like multiple viewings in. Like sure, I did, it took a while I for me to get there. I could see that being the way the book is written. Yeah, I haven't read um, the book. I want to read the book. I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. I'm just saying. Like I could see that. Like I think that tracks conceptually but the fact that so like the black hole thing is like yeah that sure that sounds plausible the 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 we're expecting aliens so aliens showed up doesn't really track because the only like the only existence of aliens is the sphere we see that the sphere exists past the point where anyone has any kind of real like the whole we're gonna make ourselves magically forget thing is supposedly intended to like put the kibosh on everything, and yet the sphere still exists. So they didn't will the sphericalness, like that object, into existence. No, 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 no. Um, yeah. So I'm not. I, I, I'm not sure what alien you're saying wouldn't okay, have existed. Okay, okay. Let me. Let me. Let me clarify. So there's the possibility that this sphere. You know, they they kind of make allusions to the fact that it's probably crafted. It's not a natural occurring thing. It's probably mm-hmm. created by something. I think that the aliens, like, let's say that it's crafted by aliens. Let's just, you know, mm-hmm. postulate that. If sure. it's crafted by aliens, those aliens don't appear in this movie. What I'm saying right. is that Jerry, the alien, the person that, like, they think that they're talking to an alien named Jerry, Right. I don't think that the alien named Jerry is an alien. I think it's a manifestation that they created because that's what the the sphere does. Like, yeah, I think that they created. I don't think there's any intelligence inside the sphere that was sent specifically to interact with people. Well, the problem with that is the only thing that the sphere does is it manifests shit. Well, that's the thing. It's right. I I get what you're saying, Grant, but that still doesn't quite track because. Jerry is Harry. Like, the name Jerry stems from a coding error, and you could maybe say they manifested the ability to communicate because they were wanting a ability to communicate, but, like, 
they didn't manifest Jerry and the alienness. That was just a genuine miscommunication. Like they don't need the magic to have that sure, misunderstanding. I the, the, yeah, the, yeah, I guess that. I guess that. My point was more basically there isn't a alien named Jerry at any point. Right. It's just a manifestation of the subconscious. Uh, in that case, of Harry, like. Right. You know, I mean, that's just right. said in the movie. So I'm, right. I'm now right. I'm confused. What the part is like a reading that took multiple times? Like the movie just says that. Well, it does at the end. Well, yeah, like it does, but it, it, it's. I feel like it's just quickly. My, I, I'm unable to give you a very good understanding of how a adult's first viewing of this movie right. would be. Okay, that's I fair. When I was seven. Okay, yeah, because so like. like I when I first saw it, I thought that there that this actually had an alien in it, and I didn't quite get the whole stuff at the end. Right. Um, I okay. was basically just saying guess, I'm curious what your I, I don't think, understanding was. So because it took and, me a while to understand, right. you know, okay, what was that going makes on. sense. So my my reading and and I'll try to support it with evidence is like we objectively know Jerry is a typo name and. It's Harry's consciousness manifested. I don't. I think you could say what I think. What you, p- part of what I understood your theory to be was, if it was only Harry, like let's say Harry was the only one person down there, then Jerry may not exist because no one is attempting or wanting to communicate with something the act of there being a frequency that you can decode might be a kind of weird tandem manifestation of like Harry's asleep. So he's dreaming and those dreams are being manifested and everyone else is simultaneously conscious and also wants to communicate with things. I think that's a, not an intended thing because there's also a weird, like, the manifestation aspect is apparently inherent, intrinsically tied to have you been in the sphere or not. Sure. And uh, by that point, yes, the psychiatrist would have been if if we're assuming when we see him kind of retrieve right. Harry from the sphere, right. he also right. went in. Right. Um, so it is possible. It just seems weird. And this is what part of why I was saying it's like maybe that's what the book meant, but I don't think the movie does that justice enough to say that it's in the movie because everyone else it's like I'm afraid jellyfish and a jellyfish should showed up like there's nothing right. that there is nothing as clever in the entire sure, rest sure. of the movie so may I feel like I I would be hesitant to be like oh look at this clever thing the movie did it's like I don't think they did that like speaking of that the the difference between the movie and the book one of the reasons i want to read the book is because they i i like it's one of those things that i i didn't question for a long time because again i i saw this when i was really young (laughs) but like the whole jerry harry typo thing i don't i still don't understand how it's physically possible yeah, I was going to ask you about that. If the I the language like, that Jerry uses allows for a J and an H and an E and an A 
to not be replaced anywhere else in their language. Right, right. Like if they like, if they use like, those letters anywhere else, the whole right. error code thing should right. have been right. super visible. I don't I wanna know how the book handles it, if they change it somehow, <laughs> or if the you know, and if the movie was just like, oh, we just need a simple yeah, you know, to simplify it. Simplify it. And, yeah, and, that twist and, doesn't land. It's not particularly strong. It's like... Right, because it doesn't... I You know, I can't think of a way that that actually makes sense that... You yeah. know, unless and, it's and like... It, it pivots the, the entire way, the tone. Only, the only way that that could land correctly is if they're like, oh my god, 300 years in the future, we don't use QWERTY, we use... One of the other weird ones, and yeah, if that like worked, then like I'd be like, oh sure, whatever, you know. But like, it doesn't seem to work. Yeah, it would be like if in Arrival, after all that work to decode the language Uh, uh, of the spiral language, which I know you don't like because of time travel stuff. Yeah, uh, it's it's like oh yeah, and the squid was, you know, Hawkeye. It's like, um. Okay, but why? But Hawkeye speaks English. Why wouldn't he just speak English then? Since you brought up Arrival, because mm-hmm. I do think that Arrival, my my opinion of Arrival is that it's very much the contact of uh of this generation of movies. I think mm-hmm. that it is fine, and it has some really cool like stuff in it, but I think, and maybe it's fair to say that it's just the sphere of of this age because there's like a fundamental flaw with arrival. But I would say that one of the reasons, one of the things I was excited about, uh, like upon looking at it is that sphere does not have that same problem. Like it specifically mm-hmm. points out the problem that would exist with, you know, if they were to live. Right. Like, I don't see. You know, here's the thing. Cause we, but, we've disagreed about this. I don't yeah. think there, there are, I think you can tell different have different time travel rules. There's just some yeah, that are really models. stupid. You can totally have different models. I, I'm pr- is, like is Arrival and Avengers. They work. That you cannot mm. like those rules, but they they set up the rules and they adhere to them. I think they're fine. No, they don't. Arrival doesn't. But uh, Avengers. I have Avengers, to rewatch it then. Uh, Avengers. Arrival doesn't adhere to the rules. Avengers doesn't care about the rules and doesn't set up rules. Avengers it does not. It specifically says, hey, the rules exist, but they're too complicated to explain, and it's not like the movies, so shut the fuck up. No, <laughs> like, it says that, that is, it says that, that there are no uh there's no butterfly effect. That that's essentially what it says. You it, if you go it, back in time, you create a different timeline. Right. Yes. And we have to create it, a mechanical system to bring yes. you back to your original and you can't timeline. Ever like do that, X, but then they do X, and then they don't explain why there's no fallout. Th- that's that's the problem. There, there. It specifically avoids rules, and the only rule that it kind of, sort of sets up, it breaks. But they're not talking about that movie now, so okay. like we can we can, that, that's a tangent. But I assure you, the fuck that that definitely does not deal with that. Um, but if you're uh, trying to avoid spoilers, I think that's that's perfectly fine to talk about the ending of Endgame at this point. I don't want to avoid spoilers. I just don't want to like that's a different podcast. Sure. I can talk about that, you know, and but it it definitely breaks the one rule that it kind of has. Um, but uh, with this, I one of the reasons I like it is that it it is certainly like. 
it's a it's a movie that like you said it, it kind of it, it's coming after a lot of those other movies and it certainly feels kind of in the same vein as some of them mm-hmm. um see i was going to say uh, with arrival and with the contact genre i think the the, the a true staple of the genre is they just go up their own ass by the end of it. Whether it makes sense or it doesn't make sense, it's not. It's almost a different movie within the last ten minutes. Of sure. It. Every sure. time, and that's the true reveal. for Contact yeah. too, yeah. which I think yeah. holds up. Arrival, debatable. This one, it's just not interesting. And I, I so I want to talk well, about the ending. I, I think it is interesting. I think I, it's I, a dip. So okay, so there's well, kind of two. I like that it's coming after all that stuff, and it's it's. It's it's kind of it's not it, it it's sort of meta y because like you're saying like they they point out the fact that that the the list was bullshit and like in multiple right. ways they kind of you know are like uh yeah we know that this is a I trope think, so of, a, of a thing I'm, that... I'm talking about there's two tone changes one kind of like at the very very end and the one at the like the climax point the yeah. Harry Jerry r- reveal. I think it can make for an interesting twist in the moment, but like it does change what the entire movie's about, and then it's all about this other thing, which I would argue is just like it just wasn't as interesting, and also for, probably for time, people started making way dumber th- decisions and mistakes way faster, sure. like sure. the psychiatrist being like. I wasn't in the sphere, so I won't take the drugs. And she's like, well, then I'll try to kill you. And he's like, right. joke's on you. I'll try to kill myself instead by opening the well, valve. It's like I mean, he's everyone in the escape. scene is a goddamn idiot. He's trying to escape so, at that point. That makes sense. Right, but, but it's... The, the, the initial not it sh- taking That the shouldn't have silly. worked, also. <laughs> like, and you, well, and, it should have because it was specifically set up in the, like... In their dive instructions, that Chekhov gunned it, and like it's mm-hmm. like okay, sure, like that's gonna happen, like right. I guess about, like you have two the, minutes to get there. It's like right, okay, but it's we're not. See a scene but it's not two a two minute to, timer to a binary switch. It's not like hey, if you get out of the water in one fifty nine, you're you're smooth sailing. But if you if you're in the water for two minutes, that's hypothermia. It's like that's not how no, that no, no, works. No. But it, but it. I think that's a little nitpicky. I think at that point uh, it's like it, sure. That's how, I, that's how you I know, think, like, but that that's what happens when you change the the like, thesis like of the saying, movie at the end, where it's like, oh, this is a different movie that doesn't like you. The the MacGuffin you're using that had my attention has changed, so you run the risk of well, now you don't have my attention equally as strong. I'm going to notice weird, dumb shit. Like, sure. hey, think- if he's has two minutes and he will get hypothermia in two minutes, also having a kerfuffle about the oxygen mask is like, the combination of these variables should not result in, eh, I'm a little damp, but I'm fine. No, yeah, he should maybe be shaking when he comes out of the water more or right. something, but like... I, I think that's a pretty standard, like, you know, hey, we told I, you this thing, you need to make sure you right. do this I'm thing. Saying I, I think the dead. movie oh, was okay, smarter beyond like, prior to that point. I think that you're right that that's a nitpick in any other movie. I'm saying the movie had was, was so strong prior to that, that that it's it's a by comparison grading on a curve kind of thing of like, hey, you were a straight A student. Are you? Yeah, this is like a B plus thing, so, but like, 
what the fuck? So, I, the I'm parent, curious. am way more disappointed so, than if you were a C so, average student the whole movie. So I'm curious if you, because like for so so for me when I watch it, I think one of the things I think is cool about it is the is that thing of hey, it's not just alien, it's not just another, you know, mm-hmm. uh, like it's not oh it's alien but it's underwater it you know is evolved past that concept to say that's what everybody you know like going in that's what everybody expects it's what all the people who are there expect you know and then right but it I, and it's, it's there is a level of irony in me taking this tactic in my or describing this but if you're executing on one of those better than the other, you still, like, the bonus points you get for being, quote-unquote, like, more than alien is undermined a little bit by being like, hey, I appreciate that you try you tried something different. I don't think it's really that different, because we're talking, like, if the, if you thought this movie was alien, or, or, you know, something a little bit more like, uh, like, sci-fi, or, or like, squishy sci-fi, then sure, my thing is, like, the cool thing was that, like, it it felt like a surprising cast of, like, oh, these people are actually smart. I f- it, it felt like The Martian, or, like, a no- 90s equivalent of, the ca- of, like, trying to do a Mar- of The Martian-like movie up until that point, and then it's, like, now it feels like Prometheus. It's, like, Prometheus tried to do a lot of heady, clever stuff and was a bad movie. And that's yeah. kind of how I feel like the end of this movie is, especially um, if if you're cool with jumping forward, the very, very, very ending. Uh-huh. Um, because I really didn't like... I think there was another kind of tone change when they're talking about, like, we have this power and what should we do with it? And the moral debate of, like oh man, like, imagine what we could do with this power, but we did, like, oh, what if it falls into the wrong hands? And I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? You've literally shown zero ability to do, to proactively do anything with this quote-unquote power. This was not a superhero movie for the whole thing, except for the last three seconds. They say that. Right, but then it just becomes like... next line. The exact next line is, we are the wrong hands. We, right. we I guess the, that we the, have no control the, over this. And the that conversation we... made it seem like there was a, a question there, and I was like, what the fuck are you talking like, it, it made it, like... It made it seem like, it was like, they the ending made it feel, feel like it was an absolute power corrupts absolutely moral, and it was like, what? No, you bar- you guys barely even fucking knew you had powers. It was you're just you know a dog peeing on the carpet. It was entirely on accident. It's, it's well, wait, hold on, hold on. It, it's it's ex- it's explicitly not absolute co- power corrupts absolutely. They are saying they're not ready to have the responsibility of the power. Be- like it's not the power that corrupted them. They're specifically saying explicitly, yeah, no, we can't. Like we right, but they're also talking ha- about like what if it went in the wrong hands. That and then phrasing, they the wrong hands. right? I guess maybe this is me prime from other fiction. That they phrasing, are, they are as humans discussing. We have, we have, we are, we have actualized and realized that we have the power now. We have this great power that we now understand. Before we didn't. Now we've escaped, and we because we understood it. 
we, we understand that we have this power to create, to manifest things that we imagine. Right. What I think the problem with that, with that conversation is, saying, is we've never seen that. We've, we have not, mean? they're saying, oh yeah, like now that we're aware of it, we could probably manifest willfully. It's like, I see. Can you? You didn't sure. show that. You didn't I show that someone used this as a superpower to save the day. But now we should have a question about if we really should ha- hold on to it or if it's worth the risk. Sure, 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 sure. And also that that phrasing and the juxtaposition of like they're about to go into a military interview. Like the implication to me, because of the way it's always talked about, is like, oh, the military, if they're aware that we have this power, would want to use it for like. It's not that the military would fuck up in their attempt to use it. It's that the military would succeed in using it immorally like that. I know, really, I I think you're right. That's not what they were saying, but that's part of what makes the ending kind of muddled is like if you keep talking about it as a power when it's never been depicted as a power, it's only been depicted as a like, you know, Japanese horror movie curse that phrasing feels weird and then the the setting of it makes it seem like you're having a different conversation than one than what you mean and maybe that's on me because of st- the way like both a Stephen King story and a superhero story would have that conversation but that's what it read like and right. it read and which is like that's not what this movie was about i, I definitely I, I definitely see your point about like they could have if they had use the power you know uh i don't have to say like willfully like you know if they had mm-hmm. if they had green lanterned it and that was how they escaped the you know yeah, they would have proven the, a competency to make it right. a more interesting I, mental I think, debate about like should we I, hold yes. on to it or not i think that that i think that is a good story note but i think that the scene still works as emotional humans trying to decide what to do with a thing that they think that they understand, and yes, they haven't proven that they can, you know, that they can will it, but they, I, I think it's reasonable to assume that they believe that they have enough understanding of right. it. Right, my, my gripe is with the dialogue, it. not the intention of right. the scene, but the scene is only dialogue, so like, it's right. sti- my gripe I, is still I, the, the whole the, scene. Well, I, I don't think, I think that the, the your intention, I think you're issue is not the dialogue of that scene, but it's the storytelling prowess of well, the movie beforehand. It's if one they, of those where because, you, you could, if they you could had, fix it at two had, different points. You could either right, make... Right. You could but change the dialogue my, to make it more clear what point, you mean. The reason, I think, the reason I think that you wouldn't want to change the dialogue of the scene and, and instead would just want to adjust you know, the, the slight story point is because mm-hmm. I think that the dialogue of the scene goes to the point of what the movie is actually about. Mm-hmm. The, the movie is actually about the imagination of humans and it's like, and it's lack of humans, lack of control over it. And mm-hmm. kind of, you know, anytime they get a new power, they use it for ill first, you know, and they kind of right. expect the worst thing and they kind I of expect aliens. I, expect I understand monsters. that. And that's that, I think that's, the, that's what I'm, arguing i don't think the i don't think most of the movie actually was about that i know that's the intention and that's the moral at the end i'm saying because you know that like what you're describing is a like absolute power corrupts absolutely moral 
you know, you, what you're describing is like, oh, we, like, through technology, we, you know, we we didn't right. prioritize, like, a cold fusion reactor energy source, we made atomic bombs. Like, right. that's the debate. It's not, oh, oh whoops, I accidentally invented uh, nuclear bombs. Whoopsie right. do Like, which is... Old, the only thing we see with this power is, is the whoopsie like, doodle accidental harm, yeah. not I, I I have every intention to do good and help the world and yeah. I am hurting the world when I do that. I like that the like, I don't know how else to say it, other, like, I, I see what you're saying and I understand it's criticism that maybe mm. other people have because obviously it's rated poorly, but <laughs> I, I see the the idea of like, oh, the movie isn't about that until the end. I don't think that's some bad thing. Like I, I think that it's kind of interesting and unique that the it like the thing that I think is interesting about it, right, is that it's essentially it's it's going like for instance, if you look at like you know, the alien movies, those movies are you know, they are about one thing throughout them. They're mm-hmm. about the survival and, and, and you know, at some points the subplot is corporate greed, you know, affecting people's survival, like class struggle a little bit. But I think that the, I think that the interesting thing about this movie is that they are, like, it is intelligent people that are, thrown into a more survival horror movie situation like mm-hmm. you know aliens or whatever then they end up reacting the same cuz they're just human mm-hmm. but then at the end they have the cognizance the wherewithal to analyze that and say we are not able to like what we've learned is that we are not at the like we're not at the responsibility level to deal with this like you know that's why we need to distance from it like right. i think that that's an interesting thing to I- to go through one type of movie and to use those tropes of that genre and to put those people in that but then to have because of the unique setup of the story have a reflection of of what that means to you know them <laughs> and to humanity is in general like I, the thing i like about this movie is that it is such a it's much less about what the external threat is because the external threat keeps changing mm-hmm. and it's much more about the internal relationships and actions of humans in like these situations like that's the thing i think sure. is, is interesting I, about I, this movie i agree that though that idea is an interesting idea and want to protect it because of that. But it is a thing of like, the movie doesn't execute on it. Well, like, right. The page, like, I think a lot of it comes down to like, we were saying the ending. I'm, I, I guess my point is that I don't think that when you examine this in, in stuff, I, I would, I, the thing that I get, I struggle to say in any times is like, oh, it changed the genre. Oh yeah, it's, it's like, not. No, 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 no. That's not it's inherently not that it bad. It's that it's it's a it's it, a, it is inherently right. a risk. Right, and then it's like I appreciate the dice roll. Like that takes guts to do that, 
Right. But you rolled snake eyes. Like, yeah, that's that is that doesn't change the outcome. And that's why I do wonder, like, if the book. I, even right. from a yeah, pa- it does pacing better, and everything like, is know. able to yeah. do it in a more interesting way. Because also, I think part of it why it, why it really doesn't work in the execution of this movie is, you know, it, it kind of depends on what tr- story you are telling. Because if you're telling a fable, then yeah, having it be incoherent and having this, the tone and the genre change a bunch of times isn't helpful because the virtue of a fable is that you learn a lesson and it teaches a lesson. And that feels like what the end of this movie is going for. And the problem is like, if we're having a debate about what the lesson is, it just the existence of that debate, it fails (laughs) at, as a fable. If that's not the, if that's not the goal, then that's different. But I feel pretty confident that the way the last scene is constructed as this, like, pseudo debate between three relatively intelligent people the intention is supposed to be like oh this is a difficult moral decision and i think the stakes of that moral decision are not established earlier that's because Uh, here's the one thing i'll say with that though i think that that requirement for a fable you're not gonna like this but like Mm -hmm. i think that the the, I, like, I, I'm not saying that it couldn't do better. There's certainly ways it could pace things better and, and deliver on its ending message stronger. Mm-hmm. But I don't think that it, I don't think it has to do all of its legwork itself because by the very nature of the story, the story is only, to me, it seems like it's only effective if you've seen contact an alien and like you know what i mean like it it is a somewhat meta story in that it's relying specifically on the fact that there are these tropes and these humans expect these things to happen and then it kind of shifts so if you haven't i don't if you, okay if, if you I, haven't dealt with those oh, let, me, let me save it all yeah if, if you haven't dealt with those stories and process those stories then i don't think that like i feel like those should be prerequisite to this story and if that is the case if those are are prerequisite then i don't think that it necessarily has to fall under the same fable thing of like you know a fable has to be a much more self cordoned off story that that has its message clear in itself whereas like this i think Okay, those are two different things. This can get Uh, away with with having less, you know, because of its its meta nature. It's kind of like uh, a piece in an ongoing conversation instead of a like a a fable, which is like its own unique lesson. I don't, I I don't disagree with that, but that doesn't really factor into the fable. So, a couple things. One, uh, we. Uh, I think you're conflating uh, subversion, uh, like a Watchmen, and how Watchmen relates to superhero comics, with meta, which is they're similar but they're different. I don't think this is a meta movie. I do think sure, it, is, sure, it does subvert sure. expectation. Change, change, change the change the the verb. Right, right. Point yeah. still stands that um, you need uh, you need prior knowledge. That's right. All I, care I don't. About. I think that is a the. I, I think I miss. I wasn't clear the. 
the fable criticism and the like tone jumping criticism are related, but they're not the same thing. I think you're right. This is a movie that kind of like capitalizes on your expectation of a contact like movie and then kind of subverts it to do some other stuff. I think that is fine. I think that is cool. Um, the issue becomes twofold or, or not really the the issue like that doesn't change the fact that the end of the movie attempts to have to grapple what it thinks is a interesting moral dilemma except all the evidence to support what this co- what this debate will be makes it a very one-sided debate so the act of having that conversation actually feels highly redundant if not purely just existing for uh, an audience member who's just not paying attention to the movie. It Wait, is sorry. so so you say it's redundant because because it's so uh, they like do, they're they're debating like oh should we or or they're playing with the idea of like what's the responsible thing to do with this power. I have such a gripe with this scene. I don't even like the use of the word power because it has never been shown to be that. It is that it, like I said prior to that scene mm-hmm. it it is it behaves like a curse from a supernatural episode. So my thought as they're like going through decompression stuff is like okay, yeah, they escaped the sphere. H- have we even verified that this has freed them from the curse of the sphere or not and then they're right. like so we have this power to manifest up i'm like what the fuck are you talking about it's not a power you've literally only ever done it to do harm on accident that's it, both of those variables the harm mm. and the accident make it very difficult to actually describe this as a power what are you talking about that's not what this movie is that you this is a movie where you, where you escape an alien curse. I I feel like I've always taken that, and and I I'll say this, but I can I'm not I'm not saying that your reading makes no sense. I understand where you're getting that. I always took it as like them having the human reaction of, hey, something that I did caused something big to happen, hmm. so. Because I am a human, I'm going to right. They they you know, could in theory learn how to control this like that. No, right. I'm not saying that, the debate. I guess my point is, yeah. I I agree that they could have shown it, either shown it as a, as controllable power or like explained why they were going through the thought process of thinking of it as a power versus a curse. I think right. I think it makes sense to me for them to think of it as a power because the whole point is the the you know this is about the uh lack of responsibility and 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 stuff of humans but mm-hmm. I, I think that uh i think it could have used more explanation but i see right. that you i understand I, I why think you if, came if they yeah, because because of like the military aspect i think if this manifestation ability as as the like the way they're talking about it makes more sense with a scenario where uh, you know, two we're we're getting we're getting both sides of the coin when we're underwater. Harry is simultaneously su- uh summoning up sh- summoning sharks, and we like yeah he technically did accidentally 
put out all the fires and drain the water and sure, stuff. Sure, like that sure. is technically true. But you you never go through the like um right. you know, X-Men first class new mutants like can yeah, I learn yeah. to control this? Yeah, and then because yeah, yeah. that then it makes more sense of like, hey, we're free. Yeah. Also totally. the whole like, hey, do we even have this power still? That part's still completely left on the table of like because that was my my thought was like, oh, how do we know that this has like like it's cool that they brought up like, hey, we have no way of knowing like if if like just because we left the radius of the sphere does not mean that we would like have the power or not. Right. No, but because it's they, unproven, it's like, hey, yeah. if the answer is no, the rest of this conversation doesn't matter. I think because I maybe because of when I saw it, I like I took a lot of what they were saying there as well. They're saying it. So that's what they think. And that's what they you know, like that's what they're acting on as opposed to. But that is a that is a very tell not show scene like Mm. it, you know, so like, yeah, it's telling a lot of things like there's multiple kind of leaps in logic. Totally. Totally. Yeah, so that's where I think it doesn't, especially if you're going to come at from the angle of like, oh, I really like that that's what this movie ended up being about. I'm like, you know what, all more power to you, man. But if that's the, if that's, if we're going to take that as like, that's the like gem, the beating heart of this movie, it's like, we should make the movie about that. Or we uh, can, or of. like, or stick to what what you're doing really well kind of thing i think, like, it, I, I, I think, I think those that, bo- options both exist and they I, would I be very that, different movies i think that they're i think that that like again i don't think that the entire movie needs to have that continually throughout the thing i like that there's a turn uh and that there's like they're experiencing it as a horror movie until they understand right. what's I, really going on. You can do it that way, for sure. I'm not saying you know, rewrite I think that the that whole is thing. Inha- I think that is more of an interesting premise than right. I think the issue is, uh, and this is where the... I do think that they could have done it better right. by more I think it, it becomes a t- uh, just a, like, how much time do you have kind of thing, because we already had, and this is why it's kind of related to the issue. Uh, and qu- not, it's not really an issue, but the fact that there, there's these pivots because you have first contact, which is like the movie is not even remotely about that by the end, or like it, that's not what it really wants to talk about by the end. Um, it's not about like, oh, how are humans going to react to the existence of intelligent life no, outside no, no, of the yeah. universe. That's not so, what it's trying to talk about. But it yeah. spends a lot of time there, and then it, it spends a lot, it spends a, a, a chunk of time in the, like, hey, we keep accidentally creating nightmares when we go to sleep, or get getting paranoid, which I, I agree, like, you can keep that idea too. It just means that if you're gonna do the, like, hey, because I think by the point they're like, hey, we, we actually understand what's going on. We, we understand that we are when we go to sleep, everyone who's been in the sphere keeps ac- or even while they're awake, they keep accidentally creating manifestations of their fear. Right. You're ru- you're pretty close to the end of the clock by this point. Like you don't have time right. to then. I, w- I worry that you don't have enough time with everything that went before it to then be like, okay, while we're still underwater, let's have, let's, 
talk about and experiment with these concepts as an ability. Right. It's well. It's and also, a, if you do that, you then have to fa- you still have to do a thing that's like the reason they have to leave. Right. The the I'd say this movie is a five act movie where the fourth and fifth act are really compressed, and right. I think that it could have been paced differently. Where you still get a strong. I think that in, in order for the thing to work, you know, with this particular story. You still need that first strong first and second act, at least, where you're doing the setup of an alien or you're doing the setup of a contact or, you know, like it it needs to have that so that the subversion feels effective. But that's I think you could taste the the right middle through the end differently. It is missing an act. It's current form. It's missing an act before the fifth act. But so we got like. You know, surface, meet the characters, blah, blah, blah. You have, uh, this is Contact, and then you have, no, it's not, it's an alien curse movie, and then you have, hey, we understand what's going on, and then we've, and now we've escaped. I think you need, you need between, hey, we understand the alien curse, and we're on the surface of, what is what does this mean? How, what can we do with this thing? Sure, sure, sure. What, what is the, and like... And that becomes the the issue of like fit, doing an extra act in this movie. Like it's it's already a two hour movie. Yeah, it's that, two hours and fourteen minutes. Yeah, yeah that, I, I that sounds I wouldn't rough. Make it longer. So I would not make it longer. I would say there's some pacing in the middle that could could yeah. be where you trust it. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I don't think this is a irredeemable movie by any means. I think it's just mm. it's one of those things where it's like if. And, and like you know, we compared it to Firewatch earlier. Firewatch's ending is a, a really cool story. It's just, and, and this is kind of why I was like, eh, from a like treating this more uh, like treating this not as a character piece, but as the like kind of sci-fi horror movie that it is at the beginning. It's like, hey, that's where that's where I was having the most fun. So the the low cost. Uh, or in theory, for, purely from a like minutes of film, low cost kind of thing is like, I could see the movie holistically just being a better movie if it just kind of stayed in that lane. I agree, it would it would very obviously lose. I think what are are some of your favorite things about the movie? Right um, at that point, then I think it becomes it's just, just a different another, movie. Yeah. You know, just another movie about right. the same and, stuff, and I, which is like I mentioned that okay, earlier, it's where it's like all the redeeming qualities of it gone. <laughs> like, yeah, I think you could make the movie like you could tweak the movie to make the ending solid and work, and make someone leave this movie being like, "Oh yeah, that's a really interesting uh, position to be in." What w- what would I think? You know, mm-hmm. I think that's what it wants to do. Or you could be like, "Nah, this is just straight. Up. This is underwater." You know. Right. Uh, which I haven't seen, so maybe Underwater also has a super weird uh, up its own ass ending. Like who knows? Um, yeah, I, but yeah, they'd be completely different movies by that point. I do like a lot of the visuals along the way. Um, I yeah, I was interested to show you this movie because I, like I said, have seen it for like in a ton of times. It's one of my 
old favorites to watch, but <laughs> I knew that. But I, but it's also you know, it's not a, it's not a Ghost of Mars level thing or yeah, or it's whatever, not that but bad. It, it's kind of in the same realm as the faculty. It's like this thing that I've always liked, but. <laughs> you know, not enough people talk about, but with this one, it's also very much, you know, this is, it's interesting to me that I like it so much because it's not, it's not Sprite. It's very much Dr. Pepper. And, uh, it's kind of, I don't know. It's kind of the thing that I would, I would usually associate you liking of like, Oh, I tried to do all these things and didn't quite, but you know, it tried to do. all. Yeah. I think the difference is like, I like that when it's a, it's a thing it tries to do that I haven't seen before where like, this is because I, I would say like, this wants to be Dr. Pepper. It is not even Dr. Pib though. You know, that, that's the, the kind of issue I sent from of like, Hey, I, 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 I give less bonus points for creativity when it's not to me. It's like, Oh, I've seen this before. And yeah, that's uh, maybe I'm not factoring it in the actual like chronology of the world of like, yeah, but no one had done it before. Sure. They sure. did no, it. I think, I think very well, much that doesn't factor into time. my experience at the right, time. No, I know. I know that, yeah. that's very much of its time where like, yeah, a lot, a lot more interesting stories related to this genre have been further explored since then. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, um, Anywho, um, yeah, I, this is, uh, this is very much, uh, my, my Into the Mouth of Madness or my whatever, you know, mm-hmm. uh, uh, but yeah, I think this movie, when I think about it, I think about it as slightly more enjoyable to me uh than like uh now i would say into the bath of madness or or like event horizon Mm -hmm. which just came out pretty near uh but uh yeah yeah i i think part of it also can be like uh you know in the beginning section it's like oh it's kind of hard sci-fi i and i i'm a huge fan of hard sci-fi and it's like it's a little bit of that. It's not full on. It's not the expanse, you know. Um, no, 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 no. And at all. also, yeah. it's like, you know, part of it's kind of hinges on like a character drama aspect, and it's like, I think the characters are consistent, but we don't. There, there's a lot of them, and we don't get nearly enough time with any of them to fall in love with any character, like. I'm, you know, this isn't Firefly where I'm like, fuck, I love hanging out with these guys. Sure, it's, they're sure. just like, yep, these are the characters in the movie. Yeah. Um, oh, I did. Definitely I did have look- a character-related thing that I did think was really cool in the earlier half. I loved that the military guy was not a cliche like, I want to kill the aliens or we need to get all the weapons because that's what we're here for. Uh, they, like, fuck everybody. It, like, the fact that there's a line from a military person being like, I'm not letting a civilian die on my my watch was like, oh, shit. Okay, that feels... Yeah. That, that line makes the movie better than what you would think it is, uh, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's not, it's not... That's the thing. It's not a, it's not a movie about the cartoonish greed of corporate structure or right. government. It's about you know, all of humanity being irresponsible, too irresponsible, or whatever. So, even the best and brightest. Uh, but yeah. 
Anywho's. Ew. Well, yep. I think that well, that's good enough. That's probably longer than anyone else has ever talked about Sphere. <laughs> <laughs> probably. <laughs> Uh, I think that'll do it. Um, I want to thank Brenna for awesome artwork. Thank yeah. Dave for editing and giving yeah. us theme music. Uh, if you want to comment and tell us why you love Sphere, then mm, you can do that sure. on SoundCloud. All right. See ya. Bye. <laughs>